What the fuck is up? Welcome back. My name is Noah Hills. You can find me on Twitter at NoahMoreParties. You can find me on TikTok on the BDGE channel. You can find me on my own at NoahMoreParties on TikTok. And another place you can find me is NoahMoreParties.com. Just launched. All of my written content is there. Uh, running back analysis for Devi Leagues, Dynasty Leagues, hammering the rookie class hard right now, as well as rankings for all three of those, Dynasty, Devi, and rookie drafts. Uh, check it out. But today's video is a breakdown of a guy in this running back class who I think a lot of people are excited about. Um, a lot of people have soured. I think there's like a lot of mixed opinions on this guy. And I want to let you know where I'm at with Tank Bigsby from Auburn. Let's get into it. <laughs> Okay, first of all, this guy is, uh, he's got good size. There's a lot of running backs in this class who are talented but undersized. Uh, A-Chain, Gibbs, Deuce Vaughn. Bixby is not one of those guys. He was listed at six foot and 213 last uh, season at Auburn. Based on like historical data, I project he'll be like right under like 5'11 and a half and like 217 pounds at the combine. Average size for an NFL running back, but like good size for an NFL running back. He can be like a, a workhorse at that size. And he's a dude who is up there with Bijan Robinson, uh, Jameer Gibbs, and Zach Evans as one of the like premier players that we were looking forward to in this stacked running back class. We've been looking forward to this 2023 running back class for like three years now. And Bigsby was one of the main reasons why, along with those other guys, after he ran for over 800 yards as a true freshman at Auburn, despite only playing in 10 games that year and not carrying the ball more than eight times in a single game until mid-October. So dude was ridiculous as a freshman. He won SEC freshman of the year. He averaged over six yards per carry. And even the advanced metrics looked really nice. A big part of my analysis when I'm looking at these like rushing efficiency metrics for running backs is I like to, to contextualize on-field performance with like the environment that a player was playing in. What were other players on the team doing with their carries? Because five and a half yards per carry at Alabama probably isn't the same as five and a half yards per carry at Vanderbilt. Even though they're both playing in the SEC, like the guy at Vanderbilt's probably playing on a worse team with a worse offensive line, five and a half yards per carry is probably pretty impressive for him, where at Alabama, it might be below average relative to what other guys are doing on the same team. So for that reason, I like to kind of contextualize performance uh, in that way. And Bigsby as a freshman was ridiculous. He averaged 1.48, almost one and a half yards per carry, greater than the other backs at Auburn as like a collective. That number's in the 85th percentile relative to guys who go on to play in the NFL. And it's the same as the career mark for Jonathan Taylor. So Bigsby was a top tier runner relative to his teammates as a freshman. And even if you account for the box counts that he was seeing, um, I developed a metric called box adjusted efficiency rating, which looks at team relative yards per carry at each box count. Given a lot of research, we know that the defensive front, how many guys are in the box before the snap is a large determining factor in the outcome of any given running play. And so it behooves us to pay attention to how many, like what kind of defensive fronts these guys are facing. And so box adjusted efficiency rating is 100% would mean that you're producing exactly the per carry output of your teammates. No better, no worse. Anything below 100%, like 90%, your per carry average, given the box counts you're seeing, is 90% of what your teammates are producing. So a little bit worse and vice versa for above 100%. And Bigsby's box adjusted efficiency rating as a freshman was 149%. So... That's 50% more, obviously, than what his teammates were producing. That's ridiculous. It's in the 90th percentile relative to NFL, future NFL backs, and is the fourth highest mark in the entire SEC 
since 2018, as far back as I have these metrics, and the only mark in the top 10 by a freshman. So <laughs> very good. But his relative success rate, which looks at like his consistency on a per carry basis. Hypothetically speaking, with yards per carry or box adjusted efficiency rating, numbers that look at your per carry average, hypothetically, you could game those numbers by a lot of long runs offsetting a bunch of other runs that are like negative yards or short yardage, and your average could still look good. Relative success rate doesn't look at an average. It looks at how often are you succeeding on your carries, given the down and distance situations you're carrying the ball in, given the box counts that you're seeing, and relative to your teammates. By that metric, Tank Bigsby was succeeding on 12% more of his carries as a freshman than the other backs at Auburn. That's a number in the 96th percentile. The only guys in the entire ACC in the last five years with a better relative success rate are Damian Pierce as a senior, who was a beast in the NFL last year, and Chris Rodriguez as a redshirt sophomore, I think that was in like 2020, who, you know, he's a he's a decent runner in this class. Uh, but the point being, Bigsby was a freshman. Those other two guys who posted better numbers, the only guys who posted better numbers, were at least were a third-year player and a fourth-year player, one of whom has already proven that he's a stud in the NFL. So Bixby was just completely legit by nearly any measure as a freshman. And then came 2021, his sophomore season. He averaged less than four yards per carry in six out of his 13 games as a sophomore. A big step back from an efficiency standpoint. They did bring in a new coaching staff at Auburn. Brian Harson from Boise State came and was just bad. <laughs> the Auburn program has been kind of a mess since he showed up. So that may have contributed to like a lack of effectiveness for Bigsby. But you have to contrast that theory with the fact that Auburn's points per game, yards per game, yards per pass attempt, yards per carry, and yards per play all went up from 2020 to 2021. Any like big picture efficiency metric for their offense took a step up in the same year that Bigsby's production and effectiveness on a per carry basis went way down. I guess another potential culprit for Bigsby, you know, kind of taking a step back as a runner, as a sophomore, is offensive line play. And it is true that Auburn's offensive line got significantly worse from 2020 to 2021. Football Outsiders is an excellent website, uh, lots of good articles, lots of advanced metrics for both college and pro football. Um, they have a metric called line yards, which kind of separates the yards produced by a running back on a play um, from the yards made available by the offensive line. So it's kind of trying to isolate things to the offensive line's uh, contributions on the play. And by that metric, uh, Auburn had the 18th best offensive line in the country in 2020, Bigsby's freshman year. In 2021, they had the 59th best offensive line in the country. So big step back. So that, you know, could make some sense. But then also the other running backs at Auburn were Sean Shivers and Jarquez Hunter, both of whom averaged over six yards per carry while playing behind Bigsby. Jarquez Hunter averaged 6.7 yards per carry, and he had like 89 carries on the year. So he was a big part of the offense as well, playing regularly, averaging more yards per carry than Bigsby was, even though Bigsby was running into defensive fronts that were significantly lighter than what those other guys were running into. The disparity between when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The defensive boxes that those guys saw 
in the defensive boxes that Bigsby saw was is like a 20 I forget the percentile but it's in the 20s like the 25th percentile he's running into significantly lighter boxes than they were was set up to be efficient but or at least efficient relative to his teammates but he wasn't the offensive line got worse but Bigsby also just stopped performing well uh and his his numbers in box adjusted efficiency rating 82.4 percent very bad if that was his career number it's not but if it was just to frame how bad that is it would be the worst career number for any running back drafted into the NFL in the five years that I have these numbers. Just awful. And his relative success rate, negative 1.2%. So he was succeeding on his carries, given the box counts he was seeing, 1% less often than his teammates were. That's in the 26th percentile, so also very bad. Uh, I've seen some speculation that Tank Bigsby was playing hurt that year. It, it's tough to look at a guy who was incredible as a freshman, really bad, though productive, but really bad on a per carry basis as a sophomore and be like, this is the same guy, we shouldn't ask any questions, and we should ask questions. And one of the explanations for that drop-off in performance that I've seen is that Bigsby was playing hurt, but it's just not easy to find evidence of that online. If you search up Tank, Tank Bigsby injury, all the keywords you can, it's very difficult to find anything about Tank Bigsby supposedly being hurt as a sophomore. And I, that's not necessarily a crazy thing. He could have been playing hurt, but colleges don't have to report injuries like NFL teams do. And there are probably people out there who are plugged into like recruiting message boards and diehard SEC fans and w might know better than I'm able to find through Googling. But even if he was playing hurt in 2021, what happened in 2022? Because he wasn't very good then either. 18th percentile in box adjusted efficiency rating, 10th percentile in relative success rate as a junior last season, two straight bad seasons following an incredible freshman season in the SEC. So that brings us to his career numbers, where he averaged 0.24 yards per carry less than his teammates over the course of his career. That's a 20th percentile number. His box-adjusted efficiency rating, 107%, just barely more efficient than his teammates throughout his career. Relative to guys in the NFL, that's a 22nd percentile number. So good college running back, not impressive in that metric relative to future NFL backs. Same thing with relative success rate, 0.7% higher than his teammates. That's in the 36th percentile. The places where he was good were in the open field and as a tackle breaker, where his breakaway conversion rate, which measures just, we just look at the runs where he gains at least 10 yards. And out of those, how many does he gain at least 20 yards? So once he's already in the open field, how often is he extending runs even deeper into the secondary. He was doing that 34.5% of the time. That's a 67th percentile number. Pretty dang good. And his missed tackles forced per attempt mark, according to Pro Football Focus, of 0.29. That's an 87th percentile number. So really good in the open field, breaking a lot of tackles. But other than the times when he was playing behind a, an excellent offensive line, Bigsby was not an effective runner on in college on a per carry basis. He And I think he belongs to a subcategory of running backs that when like mostly based on physical and athletic advantages rather than cerebral ability and like nuanced skill. And that's evidenced by the fact that Bigsby's best on-field results came in the areas of running in the open field and breaking tackles. Things that you can do by just being like a better athlete than the other people on the field. But I also, I don't want to like keep my hater hat on too long, but I don't even think he's particularly elusive or good as a tackle breaker. I know what the PFF numbers say and I don't dispute them. I'm sure he broke a lot of tackles, but I don't think that's because he's necessarily good at it. I think it's because he tried tries to do that more than most other running backs. Um, in my film study of these rookie running backs, I've been charting uh, how often do they attempt some sort of like evasive maneuver, a juke, a spin move, a dead leg, like whatever it is. How often are they doing that on a per carry basis, like relative to how often they're interacting with defenders on their carries? And Bigsby 
is attempting evasive maneuvers at a ridiculous rate <laughs> compared to everybody else in the class. I think the only guy higher that I've watched so far is Eric Gray. But Bigsby's mark in this uh, stat is 55%, which you don't really need to know what that means. But just for reference, Jameer Gibbs, a guy who's like a, a finesse player, a smaller running back who, who's elusive, jukes people in the open field, his mark is 43%. Bijan, a uh, guy getting Saquon comps, he's also juking people all over the place. 45% for Bijan. And Zach Evans, just for reference, at the very bottom at 22%, he does not give a fuck he's going to run into you. But Bigsby, even relative to the guys in this class who are like elite out in space, super shifty, he's trying to make people miss way more often than those guys are trying to make people miss. But he also has the second lowest success rate on those evasive maneuvers of the 10 running backs that I've watched so far in this class. So he's trying to make everybody miss, but he's not very successful on a rate basis. But that doesn't mean he can't have a lot of broken tackles just by virtue of trying to make people miss and break a lot of tackle. Last point here is that uh, his bag as a... I don't know what you call him. Uh, his, like, bag of evasive maneuvers, I guess, is, is the smallest is the shallowest of anybody I've watched as well. Um, he just throws dead leg, dead leg, dead leg, dead leg. Over, and there's no very few, you know, like, hezzies, very few, like, kind of crossover jukes. Um, he's not spinning a lot. It's just dead leg, dead leg, dead leg, dead leg. And it doesn't really work, but he does it a lot anyway. All of that said, he is legitimately good in the open field. That's an area where I was, like, legitimately impressed. The numbers say he's been successful there, and I have him graded as the second best runner in the open field in this class behind only Bijan Robinson. All in all, he has some undeniable flaws, I think, but some good skills, and I think he can be a successful NFL runner because he has good physical tools. I just think he'll need a lot of situational help to get there in terms of offensive line play, um, offensive environment, and I think he'll probably need a significant, like, maturation process process as a runner along the way, regardless of what situation he's in. Like, he needs to slow down, uh, calm himself down, and not try to, like, shake everybody. I think guys in his sort of, like, athlete-slash-runner archetype are Miles Sanders, Cam Akers. Those are good high-end comps. Uh, some unsuccessful, like, Bishop Sankey was a similar guy. Um, he was not successful in the league. And I think the general sentiment on Bigsby has kind of soured since his freshman year. Hard to maintain that level of hype through two bad seasons. But places like NFLDraftBuzz.com, DraftWire at USAToday.com, Yahoo Sports, Pro Football Focus, Football Guys, they all still have Tank Bigsby ranked as a top five running back in this class. And I don't want you to fall for that. He's, I don't think he's a top five running back in this class. There's just, there are universes that exist where he ends up producing like a top five running back in this class, but he's not a guy that you should bet on as the RB5 in this class. I'm definitely out at that cost on Take Bigsby. Uh, thanks for watching. Catch me next time on Saturday. Have a great week. Peace. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.